Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome once again. This is uh, Atletico NG Football Podcast where we talk everything Nigerian football. Well, it's been a long, rolling week and uh, MPFL fans have been talking about the return of uh, the Nigerian professional football. It's just like we're expecting a return of European leagues. Uh, also right here this uh, morning, this fabulous, fantastic, beautiful morning is uh, Nsidebekban. Nsidebekban, what's up, guy? <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm good, man. You know, the way you are, uh, the way you are sounding, you know, makes me a little bit... Uh, you're, you're so excited. I'm excited, I'm excited. Well, let's go down memory lane. I mean, it's been uh, 10 years since we last saw the first ever FIFA World Cup. I mean, today is makes it a decade since we last saw the World Cup. And uh, everyone is talking about that big mix against South Korea. I mean, I think uh, you shouldn't have taken me to that, that memory lane, <laughs> especially that particular one on which uh, the big miss. We, you know, we have which is the biggest miss now? Let, let, let's look at things. Which is the biggest miss? Is I think Yakubu miss or Asamo Jan hitting the uprights? I think Yakubu miss was uh, you know the biggest miss. But, uh, but uh, when you look at that, the context of how important the game were, uh, you have to you know give it to uh, Asamo Gyan. But uh, that was a penalty. Anyone can you know easily miss a penalty. But, but it was heartbreaking for Africa. It, it was. It was. It was even heartbreaking for for Uruguay as at that period. You know they couldn't even believe it. Luis Suarez himself didn't believe that that could have happened, but uh, you know he did what he did. He was the villain at the moment, and at the same time, he was also the one that served Uruguay in that particular encounter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been 10 years since we last saw the first ever FIFA World Cup, and we're just bringing that right here. Nigeria also was right there. Don't forget, it's uh, the podcast is for Nigerian Professional Football League and Nigerian Football. Uh, let's kick off where we stopped last time in the first episode, uh, where we're talking about uh, the league, where it stopped. And today we'll be talking about the point per game, the Super 6, the options that the league management company have to conclude the 2019-2020 season. I mean, we have options and uh, kicking off with the most controversial 
where like Jones have been talking about it is the PPG, the point per game. Well, I think uh, I mean, in my opinion, uh, I would say if I'm in the shoe of the uh, league management company, I wouldn't even go uh, to using the points per game. Why? Why the point per game is used all over Europe? Well, uh, have you seen what's happening uh, in France with the points per game? They are facing, you know, litigations from clubs who were relegated. So, so are you, you know, saying from the top that clubs, clubs in Nigeria will, will go to court? Well, uh, if, if I'm a club owner in Nigeria, and you've just relegated me using points per game, which uh, so many people have argued that is not even in the uh, the league management uh, company constitution. Uh, I will go, I will head straight to court, and I will have a very clear case, you know, uh, presenting uh, with my lawyers. Well, Sheikh Udiko, the LMC boss, has been talking a whole lot, not just about the point per game. We also have uh, the option of the Super Six, where people are saying, look, the Super Six is good, but how are you going to choose the six teams? That's a big question. How are you going to choose the six teams? Because I I feel the Super Six is fantastic. But for clubs that played lesser games, like Ayimba, who played lesser games and this point per game will certainly favor them, then, 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 there, is, there is an option for uh, concluding the league. I what? mean, we've seen leagues outside of Nigeria concluding. Well, uh, it, it will be nicer to conclude the league season. But uh, when you when when you are mentioning about uh, the teams uh, that played less matches, uh, you are mentioning you are talking about the Yimba International. Mm. They are currently sitting feet on the lock. So if the LMC decides to you know take up the uh, uh, the Super Six option, uh, Yimba wouldn't have any problem. Well, okay, how about Akwa United now? Well, Aqua, Aqua, Aqua United, they are on sixth position, so they can also you know. Canopilas is the is the team that will come in if the point per game features. Cannabis will come in, then we'll get to see Aqua United will shoot down to nine place. Well, uh, I think Cannabis are uh, they don't even have anything to complain at this point in time. They have played all their matches, uh, the same as Aqua United and Platts United, who are topping the table. Also, the same as uh, Rivers United, who are sitting second on the MPFL table. So, I think uh, if they decide to take up the uh, uh, the Super Six option. Uh, I think uh, that will serve the team very well. You remember Yimba last season they were champions of bad Super Six. You know that after the uh, the end of the abbreviated version of the league, uh, they came to the Super Six and they smashed everybody. You could recall, recall that particular game. Akwai United and the rest of the teams they are not even safe. You know heading to the Super Six. Super Six is like playing in the World Cup, yeah, Super playing Six. playing in the Nations Cup. It's just a one of uh, yeah. uh, tournaments. Yeah. Well, if we are playing or if they decide to take up that particular option. I'm very sure the teams that will head into that into, into that particular one, they have to be very prepared. But my problem not is not only about uh, those teams uh, that, that are playing in that particular one. Now, of course, uh, counter players that they will have a case to present because they play game less. But if you've played it, played a game less, and you are sitting seven on the table, what about the teams that have played, you know, five matches less, and they are sitting feet on the table? You know, they are playing five games less. And you are playing, you know, for, uh, just a game list. So, 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 what are the options now? I mean, uh, I think uh, you, you're 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 supporting the point per game. I'm uh, I'm not happy with the point per game because mm, no, no. I, I think some of the teams that have worked really hard, you know, to come this far, especially Aqua United, and then you look at the fact that after everything they've done, they will be sitting ninth, and they'll be hard done once again. So, I'm not a fan of the point per game. Let's look at the other options. The point per game is there. So if the LMC will be using the point per game to you know choose teams for the Super Six, or should they end the league this way? If they end the league this way, Crown Plateau United champions, 
then the likes of Lobby Stars, Rivers United go to the continent of Africa. Will they still consider the point per game? Will the league chairman, will they consider this point per game? That's the big question. Well, I, I am at the point where we have, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the point where the league management company, they have uh, so many options on the table. It's not only about the points per game or playing the Super, super 6 tournaments. We can also have the league coming back. You know, we can restart the league. And do we, we have the structures? I, I do think, we have the structures? I think we do. We have the structures. What we don't have is that the political will. Let me use that word. Do we have the financial muscles? Yes, we have the financial muscles. Where, where are we going to get the money from? What? Where the LMC always get their money from? Is it not from the federal government, from the state governments that fund the team? How many private clubs can boldly come out and say, look, we are going to fund the league, MFM, do they have the money? FC Fiber, do they have the money? I mean, the likes of cannabis who suddenly go to the county state government. Do you think, I mean, the county state government are fighting coronavirus right now and uh, will, will, will they afford that luxury of spending money on the league? Right now, I think it's very impossible. Well, I think it, it, it's all about uh, the priorities uh, that we have for ourselves. You know, you look at that, the things uh, that we do. I, I think uh, yesterday I wrote on the blog, if the government wants to, you know, set up a political campaign, political rally at this point in time, which we have the coronavirus or pandemic still uh, ravaging the country, I, I, I'm very sure they will put up measures, they will bring out the finances, and they will, you know, bring out all the necessary, you know, logistics uh, to make sure that they hold such a rally. But now it's about uh, the priorities of the government. What are their priorities? You look at that, the, the English Premier League, you look at that, the German Bundesliga, or the major leagues in Europe, they are restarting the league. They want to ensure... They are restarting the league yes, because, they, because, because it's boosting the economy. That's what I'm saying. So is it same to or is it same in Nigerian professional football league? That's why I said that it's about uh, the priorities of the government. But they, they know it is never going to be their priority because the NPFL doesn't bring money to the economy. Well, the, the, the economy? Well, the NPFL does not bring the money to the economy. Then, then, then how are we going to end the league? But, but you have to look at that the, uh, the European leagues. They didn't just wake up one day and uh, they are bringing money to the economy. You, you just have to look at them. How did they start? How did they struggle? You know, you, you have to take your mind back to, you know, the post-Civil uh, War era. I, I was not there. But I've read, uh, you know, uh, some uh, interesting piece about what happened back then. The government were not also interested in the league, or interested in the league. But uh, you look at uh, what has been happening over the time. They, you know, they 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 realize that uh, the, uh, the the football league can generate a lot of income as to the economy of that particular country, and they started investing. They started privatizing those teams. Uh, most of the teams that were owned by the government, you know, they give it out to individuals and uh, they sell their rights and their, uh, the rest of the things. But I think uh, in Nigeria, we are heading into that particular direction. The league is not profitable right right, uh, right now. Yes, I can agree with you. I can agree with every other person. Even the league management company knows that uh, the league for now is not as pro profitable as they would have liked. But this is a process. So That's conclude the league. Conclude the league. Conclude the league with what? What are you going to decide? If you conclude the league now, let me bring let me bring to your notice. If you decide to conclude the league today, you have to look at the teams, the team that will win the league. You don't have to look at the teams that will qualify for the continent. You have to look at the teams that should be relegated because definitely a team must be relegated. Or, or four teams have to be relegated. You have to look at that. Or should we have a team? Or you know, should we have a league next season that have? More than a, that, 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 should, that we should accommodate uh, maybe about uh, 22, 28 teams. Uh, 28? 28. Is that possible? Well, because if you are not relegating teams, 
then you have to promote him. Yeah, you're going to bring four more teams. Because that's 24. 24. That's 24. Can we handle that? We are struggling with a 20-team league, league. Can we handle a 24 So you're saying, league? let's restart the league. Let's, let's restart the league. Let's restart the league. So we, the option of point per game, Super 6, no, you don't, doesn't think you're fancy? No, no, I think uh, there are good options about that for now. For now, it is not concluded. Can Go we restart the league yes, in August? Yes, yes, we can. The government have decided to open up the economy. Mm. We have the status. There are, uh, uh, some but there are no interstate travels. Well, there are, no, are no interstate travels, but we have interstate travels for, you know, uh, uh, for goods that are essentials. So football players will be essentials? Yes, they are. Uh, are they essential right now? Yes, they are. They are essential. Do, do, do we have a football? Do we have a football on TV? That, that, that you said that, that people are on lockdown will be watching the games. They may, have to go to the stadiums. May, may, uh, let's uh, you know. Let's look at this. When when you mention of uh, you know footballers are being essential goods. Sorry guys, yeah, you guys are not yeah, essential yeah, yeah, goods. Yeah, so we yeah. are just you know making, making the comparisons. Yeah. Now, if you look at the footballers, they will not be traveling in a public uh, transportation. They have their own team. But bus. they will stay in hotels. Yes, they will stay in a hotel. The hotels are not opening. And if you are booking a hotel, then you are booking the whole hotel for that particular team. Do they and have the money? It's not going to be as expensive as it is supposed to be. Because ordinarily, the hotels will be accommodating other customers. But if you are being called up, you know, to service, call it um, by International, they are in you. They will play against Aquarius United. And they won't be able to go back to a bar that particular day. And they need a place to stay. They can call up the hotel management. We need how many rooms? We need 30 rooms to stay there. And they pay money for the 30 rooms. They won't give the ministry extra charge, charges. They can't even bring down the price of the rooms that they are accommodating. Because they have not even been using the places. The, the, the government, that, that's down to the state government and the state FAs, would they have such power? There was such willpower, you know, to tell hotels, you know, well, you have to consider the times that we are in. But it, it looks like with uh, maybe in July, things will get restarted in the country and probably get to see hotels reopening, churches are now reopening. Should we not consider the LMC? I mean, the LMC, just like Malam Shehudi said, he said they are waiting for the Federal Ministry of Youth and Sports to give them directives. So Nigerians, football fans in the MPFO. They should keep faith that the league will get restarted. Let me call it restart the MPFL, just like Project Restart in the UK. Should they be positive that the league will restart? Or should we look at this option? Super 6, using point per game or a mini tournament, we'll get to see maybe a Super 10 or something like that because people are talking, the fans are talking and I look at the options on the table. I think the best option to me has to be restarting the league because just like we discussed we talked about relegation we've not even talked about the fact that you, you made mention of litigations mm. the, the the relegated teams will say look just like in france they'll mm. take you to the apex court mm. and probably they'll get to win and we were yet to understand what france is going to do in the league on so the relegated teams will be aggrieved and the Mauer united will be aggrieved even when we know they are not doing well Girawa golden stars will also be aggrieved so why not restart the league I stand with project restart the Nigerian professional football league. Well, uh, that, that is exactly what I'm saying. We have to restart the league. It, it's a must that we should restart the league. So if, the other options are not good enough? No, no, no. I think they are good enough, but uh, at this point, they shouldn't be considered. Because you have to look at uh, next season, we are, we are hoping, or we are hoping, or 
we want to take the words of the league management company that the TV deal signed with the next TV. The TV deal they've started spending the money. The money has started being. I mean, they're spending the cash. I mean, uh, by what? next year, what what happens? Well, well I think uh, you have uh, Malam Sheudigo to contend with. <laughs> with that particular statement but i, I think uh, uh, when you look at that league management company uh, you have to give it to them you know despite anything they have been doing a good job you know keeping the league up and uh, ensuring that teams are doing what they are supposed to be done but uh, you have to uh, at the same time you have to look ahead if you decide to end the league potential you know uh, uh sponsors anyone anybody any company or any corporate organization that would have you know uh, think of uh, coming in uh, to do business with the uh, league management company, we definitely, we definitely say no. Uh, come on, we are not uh, doing at this point. At this point, we are so, not doing but this. But what happened when Lobby Stars were handed league because of the Giwa and uh, Majumani, uh, Majumani Pinic uh, fracas and issues? I think that that has that has to be put as uh, one of the you know the poorest decision, worst decision, the worst decision that has ever been taken uh, by the uh, you know government and as well as the league management company. Yeah, as regards to uh, the playing the top flight football in Nigeria, you know, I, I can't even fathom uh, one single, just one man, one man deciding the fate of the Nigerian professional football league. You know, it was also uh, it was so alarming. Uh, uh, you permit me to say it was so so, so shambolic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the words of uh, some of my friends, they said it was so shambolic. Though it wasn't, it wasn't so important. And uh, they kept a bad president in that particular one. They did that. And when you look at the current season, so many people are saying. Even though I think uh, in one of the uh, in one interview with one of the radio stations, or uh, a Platz United uh, uh, manager Abdul Kaba says, "Look, if the league was uh, cancelled back in 2018, why not cancel this particular one and hand over the title to Platz United?" And he has a point because he was two points adrift of Louis Stars with a United, United in 2018, and they were in top form. They could have. I can tell. I can bet anybody that they could have won the league, but the league was cancelled. And he missed you, that you think it's politics? Politics playing it once again? I don't, I don't think it was politics, but I think it was... At, at uh, this point, do you think politics maybe is no, one no, of no, the teams? Because one of the teams from the southern part of the country are saying, look, they want to, you know, scheme us out of the Super 6. Who, who wants to scheme who you know, maybe Probably the league management company or the NFL. Yeah, that's what the fans are talking. You look at some of our comments on our Facebook page, that's what the fans are saying. That a certain team from the southern part of the country they feel they want to scheme them out. A certain team that have always been title contenders. So, are you with Project Restart? I stand with Project Restart well, I, I in sta Nigeria. I, I stand with Project Restart. The league management company should do everything possible at this point to ensure that they restart the league. Forget about the points per game. Come on, if you do that, exactly what happens in France will repeat itself right here. So litigations, Lit litigations, 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 and when you are talking about the points per game, you also have to also consider points per game with the, uh, with the, uh, with the NNL teams. Let's go, let's go straight to the NNL. I mean, you brought the topic of the NNL. I think it's been the most controversial league in Nigeria. Oh, we talked about the point per game. And I start with Project Restart. I don't know about you. Mm. Project Restart? Yeah, Project Project Restart. So, point per game to us? Nah, nah, nah. I think it's a no mm. for for us right here. So, I don't know about you. You drop your comment uh, on the, our page uh, on the, this particular issue. How should the league management company end the Nigerian Professional Football League season? Well, we've talked about the promotion. We've talked about the relegation. Let's go down to the NNL. I mean, problems upon problems. And now, the chairman of the NNL lost his life some weeks ago i'm mm. talking about chief chidi 
Okenwa, may soul rest in peace. Well, let's talk about the issues in the NNL. I mean, it's been an embarrassing season in the Nigerian National League. Uh, May you know, like uh, you've said, it's it's been uh, you know quite embarrassing in the Nigerian National League. Uh, looking at uh, what happened, uh, the league was suspended uh, last year uh, when the teams uh, went uh, uh, for the December break. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was uh, when the league uh, uh, went on break. And since then, we've not had the league better. You have to look at the, at the caliber of teams that are in the in the NNL. I have to say, I've been very impressed. You look at that from our group A. Uh, you talked about the uh, uh, Kara City. I was uh, at the NNL playoff last season mm. at the Yimba uh, International Stadium in in Aba. I have to tell you, these teams. Uh, they're talking about Kara City. They were fantastic. Well, is it not the same Kara City that sold their slot? Yes, it is the same Kara City. You know, you look at the privately owned clubs or you know having money to maintain their status as uh, the MPFL teams it's it's very difficult even a team like uh, a couldn't honor some matches that was what brought a problem in the league uh, back in 20 uh, in 2018 and you look at a team uh, like uh, Kada Kada City they are still looking for investors to come and invest in the team I spoke with them is that, is that why you private investors in Nigerian private owners or uh, shall I say private clubs owners in the Nigerian version of football they want to break away well I, I think if they can do that if they can do that uh, I will give them thumbs up oh. I, I, I will really uh, you know uh, I will have to as a person I'll have to support that particular idea you know it's about uh, having an idea as well as having the drive to achieve but that if you break idea. away you're not gonna play in the Nigerian and the confrontation come on they well, they've, they've already discussed that I think I, I saw a release uh, yesterday about that particular one they have said look if we are breaking away, we want to be sure that we are playing consistently, and at the same time, we want to, you know, attract investors into the league that we are playing. We're in we a parallel are... league in Nigeria. In Nigeria, I think it's not good enough. Do we have parallel leagues outside of the country in England? Do you have any other Premier League? Well, a desperate time calls for desperate measures. Why? Why always Nigeria? Well, we are Nigeria. We are special people. That's why. Are... Special people have special leagues. Ooh, uh, what do you think about this? Well, I think it's insane for us to have the private clubs. Well, why, well, why do you think they are even, you know, thinking about this? I, I understand their their grievances. Their grievances is very clear. They feel that there are so much politics in the game, so much politics in the NFL, so much politics in the league management company. There is no consistency in decision making. And uh, I, mean, I think the league management company somehow failed the Nigerians in the area of, you know, TV rights. Mm. What do the clubs stand to gain? If you're playing in a league, but you are supposed to earn a certain money as TV rights. Mm. Do we have that in Nigeria? I mean, it's quite embarrassing that this is a country that we have lots of multinationals. This is a continent, uh, country that years ago we had the likes of Pepsi. Mm. I remember there was Globacom. Globacom was once in the league, mm. and we, then there was this MTN came in mm. that wanted to sponsor the league. Somehow Globacom left. It used mm. to be called the Globacom Nigeria mm. Premier League. Mm. What happened? Can't we bring the Globacom Premier League back? Can't we bring Globacom back? I mean, Globacom is a Nigerian telecommunication company. MTN is sponsoring a league in Zambia. MTN Fast League mm. is the Zambian league of quality more than Nigeria. But the thing is the structure, the organization, I mean, politics, corruption. 
it's too much in the Nigerian professional football league, from the NFL down to the league management company. I understand their grievances, but this can be worked out. We cannot always be having uh, what they call it in, uh, uh, you know, the mainstream politics. Mm. You know, faction. Do we always have to have factions? Faction lead, faction leader. Do we also have to have that in Nigeria? But oh, oh, I think you also have to understand where they are coming from. You know, I, the other day I spoke Putting with... money in the club and then you're not getting something back. Yeah, I, I spoke with uh, one of the representatives of uh, the uh, Van Dresser FC. I have to tell you that particular club is a model club in Nigeria. But they are in the lower division. The question yeah. is, will it last? Now, if they're not making gains? That's the problem. That's the problem. I spoke with them on the suspension of a player's contract. That was what I spoke, uh, I spoke with them on. And they said they have been, you know, investing lots of money into that particular team to get it up to standard the way they are run and uh, the kind of infrastructures you've seen in the Van Dresa FC and FC team but uh, their problem is not even about getting money out of the league but they had a target when that particular idea came their target was to play next season in the Nigerian Professional Football League so what and they put, they, they put all the structures in place and they are being frustrated by the, uh, by the NNL they are not playing games they are not doing this and uh, when they are one of the, the clubs that are you know uh, they have good marketing strategies because they have uh ticket they, they are selling their tickets to supporters you're selling Not, tickets online they have uh, yes yes Jay-Z's. yes yes if, if you want if you want to watch a you know a van Dresser game they have a vip section if you have to be there you have to pay so much money to be there and they only entertain well, why is it so hard for for uh, clubs owned by the states to you know to follow this model? Well, you made mention of politics mm. that's politics they are mixing politics with business and it is not helping the growth of football so in Nigeria. So if the private club owners break away, you think this will be feasible? We are not going to see these internal wranglings in their private league. Probably, okay, we'll call it the Nigerian private league. Well, I think... Something uh, like that. I think uh, I think that... Is that the name they, they gave themselves? No, I mean, I mean uh, it, it will look like that. We'll have the Nigerian professional football league and then we'll have the Nigerian private league. Well, the thing is, if this guy decides to go this far, and uh, they can actually pull this off. I think at, at some point they can teach uh, the you know the league management company. Listen, look, this how a league should be run. Can you do this? If you cannot do this, we stay right away. Resign because at some points I think uh, at, uh, FC Barcelona when we still had the issue of uh, Catalonia yeah, and uh, with the Spanish government, they they are still you know, struggling for independence. I think uh, there was a point uh, it was mentioned that FC Barcelona might be heading to england to join the english premier league that would be insane that it was a valid you know it was that particular discussion was it was in advanced stage i think they had that discussion before it came out to the public and uh you know when they did that the you know the spanish government and the la liga realized without fc barcelona you have only real madrid in the la liga that is not the league that you want to sell it's not going to be marketable you need to retain the you know uh, FC Barcelona in that particular league because they are the powerhouse and you also have the Real Madrid team. So if you take away uh, FC Barcelona and you are only left with Real Madrid, what are you what are you expecting? With the dominant private, with the private clubs in uh, the Nigerian league, it, it certainly be it certainly be attractive for private companies to you know to come in and invest money because I, I think I, I think, it, I think it, it's a case of transparency. I think they can do that. I think they can do that. Uh, you know, last season I spoke with the owner of the Kara City. The man said that he built that particular team, I think, uh, 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 two years prior to that particular tournament. You know, they started a year and they went uh, into uh, the NNL. They played to that particular stage. You know, they got to the playoff. And uh, 
they were victorious in the playoff. They played one of the best football I saw in that particular playoff. But when they got to the NPFL, I think they, they could attack the deceive. No, uh, deceive. They couldn't keep up. You know, they were still playing nice football, but the NPFL is more than playing nice, nice football. You need experience. And players. you are alleging that there's so much political. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about uh, being political. They came with a very youthful side. Decide they were very entertaining. So they couldn't get the big names in the No, they couldn't get the big, big names because they didn't have the money to, uh, to do that. But they had very good, uh, you know, young players in their ranks. They were doing what they were supposed to be doing. They excelled in the Nigerian National League. But when they got to the uh, you know, Nigerian Professional Football League, it was a different case entirely. It wasn't political. But you look at, you cannot play with a very young squad in the uh, in the NPFL. You need experience because you have teams like Imba, so with I, big I, boys. I, so you're saying, I mean, uh, the private owners are saying, look, Nigeria private investors football league. How about that? Nigerian private football investors, Nigerian private investors football but, league. But wouldn't you like that? Well, I would like it if it's transparent. I would like it if they play good football. The organizational structure is absolutely amazing. The void of politics consistent in their decision making. I think that would be amazing because you've seen a lot of inconsistency in the decision making of the LMC. Remember the issue of uh, uh, the man Rabia who instigated the fans at the MPF Super Six last year. Mm. He was banned for five uh, for twelve games. Mm. I mean, I was stunned and shocked mm. that after just five games. The ban was lifted. Mm. How do you do that? Did you, you see that in developed leagues? And you bring excuses of of uh, the fact that he has done community service. Was he not supposed to do community service? Was he not supposed to enlighten the cannabis fans? He did that. And then just, he didn't even allow him to, you know, complete 10 games. Just after five games. And you know, this man is one guy, if he comes into the field, he's a fantastic player. Mm. He changed the course of the game. Cannabis were struggling without Rabi Ali. And the politics in Nigerian professional football accepting. He was recalled. He saved us five games. How ridiculous was that? Absolutely ridiculous. That's the inconsistency in the decision making of the LMC, I feel the private investors are really angry about. And I feel although it will create some sort of faction and uh, investors outside of nigeria and uh, people outside of nigeria will say why always nigeria do we always have to have factions that's my concern but i feel if we have two leagues independent leagues mm. it will be amazing fans will have a choice mm. which one is good for me i'll go for that one mm. if the mpf wants to play politics fine let's play, play politics continue with the government let's go enjoy our football privately and uh, Please enjoy football. People want to pay for good stuff, but, not but, some kind kind of match fixing or stuff. But, but, but you have, or you also have to look at that these privately owned teams. If they decide to break away, and uh, they have succeeded in doing that, and uh, before you know it, because when you look at the things that people are doing individually, they are trying to make gain out of the business that they have they have invested. You look at that the owners of Vandesa uh, FC. You look at that Kara City. You look at that the rest of the teams that are privately owned and they say okay if we are breaking away let's have or let's bring in a television or let's let's sign a contract with a tv station let them broadcast the league and you have full coverage of the league from match day do one do they have structures do they have structures in these clubs 
Do the clubs own stadiums? That's, a, that's another angle. Well, they are how, many, how many of the clubs own stadiums? They are playing somewhere. They, they are playing in government-owned stadiums. Well, Vandesa so, FC are paying money to play at the Corrigone Township Stadium. That's what I'm saying. Well, Kara City are also paying money to play in the stadium, in the stadium that they are playing. Do you think that the government will allow them? Because we know the, uh, the league body, they are aligned with the government. Would they allow this? I mean, I feel it's too early for them because you don't own stadiums. Do you have your training facilities? I think that's a big no. How are you going to survive in a terrain such as Nigeria? That's a big question. But don't you also think that this might also create avenue and push these particular investors or these investors, you know, into bringing more investors into their teams? Because these guys are businessmen. They are not government. They are not doing charity works. They are not giving out to uh, to the society. What they are what they are investing, they want to get uh, you know some money back out of their business. So I feel like if these guys are doing this, if they decide to do this, I'm very sure they have thought it twice. You know, they have looked at it, they have looked at other options, or you might as well say, you know, you might as, as well call it a bluff. So in, they are not serious. So in essence, you think in a situation where the NNL is being cancelled because there are rumors flying left, right, center. There'll be lots of litigations from the clubs like Van Dreza, mm. from the clubs like 3AC, from the clubs like Quora United, mm. Bendel Insurance, Bendel Insurance. You, City. Think, you think they will sue the Nigerian Football League? I think the, they, Nigerian, uh, profe, uh, the NFF, not uh, the Nigerian Professional Football League, I think or the NNL. I think if the, league, if the NNL is cancelled, then uh, there must be a decision, or, or they, they must have you know a concrete way of you know resolving this with those teams. Will this club side agree? Will this club side agree to cancellation of the league? You know, th that's sitting them on the table. They have to be seated on the table. What are the options that uh, the NNL will bring to them? What are the options? You've already spent millions of naira like Van Dreza, they've spent hundreds of millions. Three years have spent hundreds of millions. Bendel Insurance have also spent money, spent millions of naira. What are the options that are available for the NNL to suspend their league? They have lots of matches to play. Well, I think, like I wrote yesterday in the blog, uh, this will, you know, keep bringing questions. We have lots of questions that, you know, we cannot respond to, and uh, these these are the kind of questions that the league management company, the Nigerian Professional. But the, the league management company will say it's not our business. We are an independent body to just run the Nigerian Professional Football League. So the owners is on the Nigerian National League who, however, don't have a chairman because the late chairman, uh, Chief Chidio Okenwa, mm. is gone. So who is going to be answerable to the NNL club? Certainly has to be President Amadou Melvin Pinnick, the NFL president. Well, uh, that's uh, more politics uh, coming in into this particular one. Let's, uh, you know, wait and see how this one is going to pan out uh, and uh, hopefully, hopefully they can have, uh, you know, good resolution. I have to tell you, I'm, 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 let me confess, I'm a fan of Van Dessa FC. Mm. I'm not just a fan of Van Dessa FC because of, you know, uh, because they are a team that I know. I'm a fan of Van Dessa FC because of the structures they have put in Co place. Quality jobs. Yes, the quality jobs they have done from the media, from, you know, you know the players, you know, uh, the branding, everything that they've done is, you know, top notch. You look at their training facilities and uh, the way they conduct themselves on social media, even while the league is not on, they are still engaging, uh, you know, uh, fans on social media. So that's a club that you want to belong, uh, you know, you, you want to belong with or belong to. 
you want to associate yourself with such a club so i i have to tell people i'm a fan of bandesa fc and i would love i would love to see them play in the mpfl next season so whatever addition you know the league management company uh, the nigeria football federation the you know the federal ministry of youth and sport whatever that they have to do they should you know come to you know a good conclusion that will favor the league you know favor the teams and also when you look at that, that particular table you have bandesa fc they've just they've played just three matches and they lost just a game the opening game to jatete which they lost away away from home they, they, you know the second the two games they played after that particular on day one and they are on sixth position so there's every possibility with the you know the welfare package and everything that I've put in place that that they could easily they could easily you know sneak up the table you know and get to a position which they can um, play in the Nigerian professional football league next season interesting indeed uh, talking about playing the Nigerian professional football league season I will promise that I will be looking at uh, some of the coaches that were sacked uh, before the season was uh, suspended due to coronavirus pandemic and that's coaches in the Nigerian Professional Football League and I think we'll have to look at uh, one coach this uh, this morning we'll look at one coach this morning and that has to be the man who was primed to take uh, Aqua United to the next level talking about winning the Nigerian Professional Football League and that has to be John Obu look at other coaches in the next edition why are you laughing i mean john obu i was you know primed to win the league well i think uh, when he came in you know uh, there was a lot of expectations uh, coming in uh, uh with the uh, john obu because uh, we he had a, a very good squad in aqua united uh, you look at uh, uh the likes of um, fonodo at his disposal you look at the likes of uh, uh the free gave uh the likes of uh uh Ubon friday and the rest of the players he had you know very good squad you know to execute the plan but the problem is I, I, i'm not even I, i'm not being critical of our coach john obu but i'm saying he had all these players and he couldn't even pass his message across to these players they couldn't even do what he wanted to do another thing is did, did, did the, the players like his playing pattern did they like his tactics that, that, that that's another problem did he even know what he was looking for because that's one thing you know when you are managing a particular team you are managing a you know a, a club of professionals should i call them millionaires of course yeah they are millionaires millionaire. if you are managing this these particular guys you know they have egos and uh, you know they have played under different managers you need to get your message across to them very clear this is what i want you to do this is how i want you to play this is how i want you to play you could recall what happened at arsenal when unaimri was the manager the guy struggled with the, with his english and he couldn't communicate properly with the team that was you know one of the major factors that led to that meltdown we saw at Arsenal while Una Emery was in charge. But immediately that Mikel Ateta came in, a rookie manager. He was all his career, he was uh, you know an assistant to uh, Pep Guardiola. But when he came in, he had a clear philosophy. He said, Look, guys, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to play. This is how I want you to, you know, to defend. You, you've not been picking up the second balls, you've always been beaten to the first ball, you've been doing this, you've not been running well. And the players immediately they realized, okay, we've not been doing this. And that has been, you know, communicated to them very clearly, and they started adapting to it. And you saw changes, you know. It didn't. It, it happened overnight, and everyone was surprised how the team, you know, they, they changed almost overnight when the man when the manager came in. So I think uh, the problem with John Obu was, you know, communication. How we communicated with the players, and if it was not communication, then John Obu didn't have the tactical acumen 
to the that to lead that particular team. He played lots of dressing room before he was shown the exit door. What well, tactical acumen you say? I mean, he's been he was with he struggled with Aquara United, but had a team with uh, a ray of talent in Fonodon, the Freke Fiong. The, the big ego certainly played in. I remember the game against MFM in Lagos, in Lagos. where Aqua United we smashed. We saw pictures and videos of uh, you know the Freke Fiong who later came out to apologize. You know, he was very rude towards the coach and uh, it looked like at some point you watched Aqua United they would look really disjointed mm. maybe a, a coach gave them a, a certain tactics you know to stick to when they get to the field the players played something different do you think uh, it was uh, you know they they were they deliberately you know did that to ensure that the coach yeah <laughs> the, the, the coach got, got sacked uh, do you think the players sacked the coach well i, I think they did uh, yeah, of course, because I, they responded immediately. Uh, Kennedy, before you came in, I think I think that was the case. I mean, because I, I felt the chairman had spoken with the team; he were paying them. And uh, I remember one of the players in one of the trains say, "Ah, these coaches they do more; they run too much, and all those things." When they started grumbling, mm. I think they didn't like the tactics of the coach. And I mean, in modern football, it's very clear: player power. I mean, even outside of the country, you see player power. So that was the situation with the player. The players didn't want to play for the coach any longer. That's why they kept on embarrassing the team, kept on embarrassing the coach. Even when they had a brilliant uh, head coach in uh, Dukudi, the TA, John Obu. The thing is, I, I've never believed in John Obu. I, I feel that his tactics, uh, you know, is no longer needed in Nigerian professional football. I think he needs to go upgrade his coaching tactics. He's like, not like, like Jose Mourinho. No. Is not that bad, please. Excuse me. Those in is not that bad. He 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 can win trophies. So John Obu is that bad. John Obu is not a good man manager. Is that bad? No, he's bad for a club like Aqua United who are very ambitious. So he is that bad. He's good for uh you know a mid-table team like team like Wikitories who want to stay up in the division. Well, all you are saying is that John Obu is not good enough. I think John Obu was never good enough. He was never a good fit for Aquai United. For United. For he, was, United. He, was, he was never a good fit for Aquai United. The fact is to me, I mean, the Ooh. philosophy already laid down, I think was not good enough. He, but but I, I think that should lead to the question, who, who brought the coach in? And when you are bringing in a coach, how do you bring in a coach? What are the criteria? What are you looking at? Are you, look, are you just looking at the high-profile coach? I, I think that's what uh, that Paul Bassi went for. He loves high-profile coaches. You look at the coaches he appointed so far, from Aldo Baikaba, who was a hit with Ricky Torres, to Rafael Everton, who won the FA Cup with AC Farmingbar. Those mm. are, I mean, you look, you can get a high-profile coach who are brilliant minds. Tell me, take it to the bank. I think Rafael Everton did a good job. He did. Although, you know, too many intrusions or too many hands from the management to pick players left, right, center. I think that mm. was a problem. They didn't give him a free hand. But in the case of uh, John Obu, it was different. He's a big coach. I, I thought that the players should have respected him, but the players didn't respect him. If you cannot command respect for your players, they will not play for you. Mm. I think that's one thing you need to look at for Jose Moreno. But I think the bad eggs in that team, he could not drop them. That's a problem. You saw few bad eggs, and the bad eggs were players that you needed. They were the quality players. He could not manage, he could not manage just players. And those players hurt him really bad. If you have one bad egg, Ole said recently, look, if you have one bad egg, you will corrupt the others. I think he was trying to refer to Paul Pogba. And that was the case with Aqua United. But mm. Pogba now it looks like a change man because there is a Bruno Fernandes who's doing a great job. So if he was able to bring another player who could do a fantastic job 
from the key player that he was fighting with. Like, like, like what Abubuye did immediately came in. He brought in Kandura Rock. He dropped in Fonodon. He dropped in Fonodon. Now Rock delivered. Mm. This is a summer Rock that was ostracized by uh, Obu. Obu. So, you see the difference? Kenny Boy is respected. The, the players respected him. He was not there, but he brought in a philosophy and the players bought into it because of the respect, because of the tactics. So, I, I, I felt John Obu was never the man for that job. The club, they will not come out to admit. They made a big mistake. Mm. They made a big mistake. And uh, let me clear this rumor. He was sacked. Mm. He was sacked. He never resigned. He never resigned. They were just trying to cover things up. Mm. He was sacked. They came out to say he resigned. It was a, that's a big fat lie. He was sacked. I think uh, in in one of the press conferences, uh, someone threw that question to him. As the team is performing poorly, if we are shown the exit door, or are you comfortable with the team? He said he's very comfortable with the team. He, he, At that point, he's very comfortable with poor results. You mm. see the mentality of no, no, coaches. No, no, no. He said things are going to get better with that particular team. But you cannot say you're comfortable when your team are not performing. That's ridiculous. How can you say such? That's that's a big slap to the fans of Aqua United. The team that brought in almost is it 15 players. Well, uh, and, and you're saying you're comfortable with bad results, drawing games at home? Well, uh, Arsenal will smash 4-0 or 4-1. Uh, uh, yeah, I the, mean that Arsenal. In the Europa League, I know Naimri came out to say that he was very happy with his players. That was very ridiculous. Mm. He, he, did, you not see, did you not see the backlash? Mm. The, black, the backlash was uh, over the board. So I think he was never the man for the job and uh, he eventually lost the job. I think uh, we uh, will uh, find uh, one of the episodes and... Uh, Bring in uh, maybe uh, a coach or one of the club chairmen, you know, to yeah. actually look at that, their recruitment policies, how they are recruiting that, that, players. That's another thing. Because did, 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 did the coach have a hand in recruiting the players? That's, that, that's a big question. Mm. We have so many questions that, that we will be asking or trying to answer in the Nigerian professional football league. I think that's where we'll drop it uh, for today on uh, Athletic Law NG football podcast i mean it was exciting we talked about a whole lot of things what to expect as we are still hoping for the return of the nigerian professional football he talked about nnl and uh instead of the breakaway for private investors they want to go form a league and then next week i think we'll be talking about uh benedict ogo the man who was sacked after Nakada FC smashed him in Ubu Rangers 2-0 mm, mm. at the Namdez Giveaway Stadium. Mm. My name remains Maynard aka the man that called the Smart Farmer. This is the back band. Thank you very much. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 